Howdy there. I'm Matt McKinley with the Burning Daylight Podcast. If you ever wanted to make a podcast, well, Spotify's got a platform that makes that lets you make one super easily. And then you can distribute it everywhere and even earn money. All in one place for free. It's called Spotify for, for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from the phone or computer. Uh, so no matter what uh, your setup was like, you can uh, start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And uh, if you like my show, Fence Post Politics with my buddy Aaron, that's the place to watch it because it's all video all the time. And we... Uh, like we share videos, we comment on videos, we share news articles and uh, and funny memes. So um, it's pretty cool. Um, and also, if you want to take your conversations to uh, with your fans to the next level, uh, your question and answer, answer and polls are the best way to get them talking. You can attach that to your your podcast there, and, and you get your you get you know valuable interactions with your fan your fans. And uh, <clears throat> with Spotify for podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's totally free with no catch. And that's uh, that that is true. Um, <clears throat> I'm supposed to do a testimonial here. Um, but anyways, this is the, the podcast I use or the podcast uh, host that I use. I like Spotify. They're uh, they're very good on just letting you do your thing uh, with uh, with no catch to it. Uh, there's a good reason why Joe Rogan hosts podcast on Spotify, and, and this is uh, this is a great way to get started if you if you have ever thought about starting a podcast. This is where I would send anybody to go. Um, <coughs> Best thing you can do is just download the Spotify for Podcasters app, or you can go to Spotify.com slash podcasters to get started. And yeah, if you've ever thought about just doing a podcast, or if you're tired of paying a monthly service that uh, doesn't seem to do much for you, Spotify Podcasters is your spot. So uh, go to Spotify.com slash podcasters or download the app today. Podcast for the working cowboy. Well, what's up, daylight burners? Uh, Zach Sargent back on the show for another uh, philosophy session. Um, we uh, we tend to do that once we uh, once we get to going, but uh, 
we we were talking here for a little bit before before we got rolling and then uh realized like we're not we're not getting any of this down so like we better go but um we were talking about how the podcast is uh has progressed and how I want to go from here and and I really I really think Zach just um like like I said I'll keep plugging along like I'm doing and uh and I like those days where like where you get kind of like some writer's block and, and especially nowadays. Cause like everything is politics all the goddamn time. Like there is just nothing, nothing but politics all, always. And, and I, like, I really miss the days when people would have like screaming matches over quarterbacks and not, not 80 year old herds that, um, steal all, all our money. Um, but, uh, I I, just, I think as long as I continue to enjoy it, then then I think it's a success. I mean, I'd never pictured myself having a uh, a theme song, but I like I've got a pretty damn good theme song now, and and it's it's wild. Every time I I put an episode together and I and it, it comes on, I was like that. Matt Wilson wrote that for me. That, that's pretty fucking cool. <laughs> like, that's that's rad. Love the theme song. I think every time I hear this, it, it's a little odd. It's part of the experience. And you need the loud for opening of the gate, and then you know that. So it's all part of some video. Only half of it's about the music experience. Yeah. they uh, And it's just, man, it's cool. Like, uh, it's a really, it's really well done. Like it's got, it had the feel that I wanted and, uh, you know, it's just like an old school Western, uh, Western movie type tune. And, uh, so I, I just feel like I'm the, I'm the hero in my own play, which we all kind of are, you know, uh, we all are. We're, we're the main yep. stories. Yeah. That's how exactly. We're all just kind of competing films in, uh, in, in, you know, the, the endless market. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But uh, what and you? Um, yeah. So it, it it's kind of funny. We're just uh, you know, you get some some crazy collaborations on on uh, on your own film, and uh, and that's been the cool thing about this uh, this show is I've got to meet some people I would have never never would have otherwise. And I mean, yeah, like I I, I talked to the CEO of a of a billion dollar publicly traded company like shortly before it became a publicly traded company, you know, the, that dude took an hour out of his day, which he hadn't, you know, had to have been just insane, uh, insanely busy. Uh, yeah. and, and so I got to do that. I got to talk to, you know, Corb Lund, who's been kind of one of, I wouldn't say a hero, but a guy that I really, I really respect. And, you know, it's just a hell of a good songwriter. I got to, got to meet him, got to visit with him because of this show. And, and I've expanded my network quite a quite a little bit, and uh, I really, I, I guess that's that's the best thing about it. I've been able to uh, to make to make uh, a lot of new friends and reconnect with some old ones, and uh, and uh, been able to help like connect people together. That's that's a really cool thing. Is when I see somebody who follows the show liking a post from somebody else who follows the show, and I know that they they found each other through the show. Like I, I know I watched that happen and, you know, in real time. And that's, that's pretty cool more than anything. And is, uh, and, and I've been able to showcase how, 
just how diverse our 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 particular uh, you know little world is our our genre. Sure, I think you've done a great great job with it. I mean, you're kind of you picked. I think that there's definitely going to be um, you know, and the you've done a really good job with it, and it's it's getting hard too because. Uh, yeah, I rarely used to. I post a stuff was a pretty active Facebook guy. I hardly mess with it anymore, to be honest. I know. I it's... So fun. We all, it's fun, like, watching the gladiators in the arena. The, the excitement, but I don't think we were ever, ever supposed to be this in Federal level and politics, mm. and I, I and I both that, and I'm like, I, I mean, all of you motherfuckers, yeah. You know, I hate that necessarily, but I winning, I would win. Oftentimes, yeah. has effect on your personal life, yeah. And those different names, the people that have any direct correlation for the most part. I mean, those things are completely separate. Mm. Right? The Fed should And we're we, we just after president and it hasn't stopped. A Republican in office or Democrat keeps snowballing the amount of the amount of impact they can have on your dollar. It's not slowing down. Kind of just kind of came to the conclusion finally like you know suck and if you support him so I do think at some, some points like beef this is a goddamn dumpster fire yeah we are on the verge of another inflation not an inflation but recession we we would have already got it and have actually a pretty strong. I didn't love the guy over from the past president, so we actually have a pretty strong employment. Come the recession would have already hit. Yeah, I, I think you're right, and I don't know. I just I look at um that all the you you can watch like the aerial view of uh particularly on the on the west coast, just all these cities at the the camps, and you know, and it's even in Reno too. There's it's not. I mean, it's nothing like over in California, but even Reno's got a like. We we were when we were waiting in line to to for the Dave Smith comedy show there in Reno. Um, mm-hmm. Me and my wife were playing as like, is it libertarian or is it homeless? <laughs> and uh, and it was about it was about fifty fifty, you know. <laughs> and uh, and like they're no different than the the Hoovervilles of the of the Uh-oh. of the thirties, you know. And um. And you know that was uh it wasn't just uh i mean that 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 depression hit the the rural folks uh well before it hit the city you know the the bottom dropped out of the wheat market um you know in in the early twenties and um and so it wasn't it wasn't until the you know after the stock market crashed that that the depression really hit the the cities but 
I think it's the it's kind of the the other way around. You know, it's tough out here in the in the rural areas, but like when you're looking at the rent and shit in New York City, and and I'm like, if you don't make a hundred grand in L.A., like you're poverty. Poverty. I mean, and it's I was stuck only to like these metropolitan New York, but looking. Like which we used to be a pretty conservative support or anything in Prescott. That people don't want to move to fucking because if you can't afford for Collins, come up. But you can't hardly afford. You know you're you're gonna pay twenty five hundred and anything worth of shit. Yeah, you're making seventy two thousand three thousand. That's gonna go. Give another grand to the government. I mean, you're living off ranch cowboy. I mean, that's at seventy-two. Yep. Two thousand dollars a year. Yep. It, this is. It, I think you had a great, great. The urban area is now harder than it is the rural areas. That's blossoming in the west. A lot of the north is really damn. The guys in the southwest are really starting. It's going to be interesting. I do always tell people, I'm a cow deal. Is your food chain beef? Beef, unless it will happen. It's the right at the middle of mother cow shortage. Prices of beef or see a shortage coming up yet. I could be wrong, but I haven't really coming up yet. Um, to hurt, and it's going to hurt. Yeah, I um this uh this cow deal, you know they're they're selling selling off like crazy there in in Central Texas, and uh yep. and you know they're and even the big places there are calling calling hard. You know all the all the small timers there around Dallas. It sounds like they're all just out. Um, but that, I mean, that's kind of how it goes. I mean, go, go read the, I, um, uh, my, my brother-in-law who is not a, not a cowboy by any means. Uh, he's a pilot and, uh, but he's a, you know, he's like a, he's from, uh, Montrose, Colorado. So he's, you know, he's a outdoorsman, uh, and, and really good guy. But he, he's like, I think, uh, Elmer Kelton's the day it never rained or the time it never rained, uh, should be required reading. And I think so, you know, Elmer Kelton's a hell of an author, but that book just sticks in my head because it's so well done. Uh, how he, he wove in like the, you know, the bankers getting into the, the, to the, to the ranch business and then being the first ones to sell out the first ones to sign up for, for government, uh, you know, programs and shit. And, uh, it's just, uh, it, I, I, I agreed with him wholly. And I, like, it just, it kind of hit me cause he's, uh, like I said, he's not a, not a cowboy and that's very much a cowboy book. And, uh, but yeah, I agree with that. That should be required reading for, uh, uh, for just about anybody just to, to see how, like how a drought and government programs and, and just how, how tough it is to, to be a successful rancher. And I, you know, and, and that last time I was on, was when it was, you know, left Colorado and just kind of the 
brief talks. It's fun. And I fantasize this dumb shit dream. I have my own spread, my, my own Barring a in the economies or like all of a sudden we start eating you. There's no way. You may can own a little home plate horses out to go day work. Mm-hmm. Modern California dream. The era of the end off and ending up as a 60,000 acres going to happen. And you, you can you can twist it. You can say, well, you can run and do what doesn't make a shit. Will, a cow will never ever pay. You know, do something else. Real estate mogul. But if you have a mom, I'm a cow or a yearly and ever uh, you're crazy. It, it will just no fiscal way that it making from yeah. experience because I've looked at this country and the U.S. No offense, buddies, but places that are running cattle. Um, it's left where you can do, do it. I make it work. I mean, it's just it's not everybody has the little their own shit, but it's over. I mean, there's just no way around the land. The rich that are rich, um, I mean, now is a wealthy man's game. I mean, they're where a working cowboy. Yeah, it's um, man, it's a completely different game nowadays. I, I remember, you know, back in when I mo- I moved out here. So twenty twenty seventeen is when when I moved out here. But like right before that, I was looking pretty hard for ground in in southwest kansas and it was tough then and that was uh you know that was 2015 where like you know there was a lot of guys that that had, had uh went out of business and were now trying to get back in so there was there was some some leases to be had but then i was i was working for cactus at the time and we we sold a, a set of um uh, black baldy heifers uh you know, bred heifers for uh, 3,500 bucks a head uh, at that time too. So like it was, it was, uh, you know, you could get the land, but then you couldn't get the cows. And now it's, uh, now it's kind of both. It's, uh, you know, cow prices are going up. (laughs) It's just, uh, yeah, unless you just kind of fall into something really, really cool. Like it just, it ain't. And even then, it still probably ain't all that feasible, but you can uh, you can give uh, more of a shot at it. Be you know a little bit longer of a shot at it. Well, and yet, like my dad, he doesn't have his ranch there in the past and handle. Then he's just a hundred some odd acres, and uh, which isn't much, but a home place. You know what I mean? And I mean, I'll, I'll never own that. Yeah. You know, I mean. Now, I'm, you know, you figure in somewhere you, you find land at 15, on it and it's fenced. You know, I'd be a pretty good, you want 100 acres, you know, I mean, 150,000 right there, you know, hard enough. And you can't, you're going to, like in the panhandle of Texas, Haines, 
and well, just the west, anything east or anything west, Texas grass will never. I mean, you know, you might I can run five cal. So you're going to pay for all that out, right? Then you think, well, now we need to put a house, and well, we get a pretty double wide from Clayton Hall, one hundred seventy. Five thousand for that. How much money you got to be making? Twenty-five hundred dollar a month bill. You got just between house and land. I mean, but hell, I, I'll never have a depressing thought. But I don't know what the hell you do to keep going to work. I guess, which is what it's kind of a depressing thought. Just because I do think the future of landowner billionaires for the most part. Yeah. I it makes me wonder and I I, I think the same way about uh the money supply too cuz I you know even when even in the the you know the, the great depression um the dollar was still strong because the 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 fed hadn't been around long enough to really fuck things up so Yeah. But then yeah. uh, it's funny, like I always like to point this out to to the conservative folks that like um, we're the, the party, you know, you're the party of fiscal conservancy uh, and sound money. But Nixon's the one that took us off the gold standard. And uh, and uh, tr- traditionally, the, the conservatives are anti-interventionalists. And uh, yeah, the Republicans uh, started, I mean, George Bush, like ruined the, the the Republican Party as far as like a, a conservative party. Absolutely. I'm mean, the party now has been through three complete insults. I think, you know, we all have of educating people that the Fed is the Federal Reserve. You always hear people say, well, well it's not. Well, that's a crock shit but oh man it doesn't necessarily control it's almost the other way in a lot of ways controls the federal government I'll say i didn't understand it very well the past two months i finally knew it years of the federal government about the federal reserve and you um, because I mean, you essentially have anybody. Yeah, um, they can control your money supply or devalue your, your dollar of will. Be scared? Yes, be scared. of the federal. I encourage everybody to really figure out what the hell it actually is. Once you do, you'll have a little bit. Of what the hell? going yeah. on we are actually because I, I didn't I I didn't really have any understanding of uh, you don't really realize I really has to, I mean you have to go through the Fed right and it's essentially interest it's it's fucking uh, oh like you know we we all malicious group and governance strings and we get deep deep into that well, too hard hard in that opinion a little bit of any 
the federal level will, will be an if that makes, makes any sense. Encourage people go figure out what it is. Honestly, of your money uh, doesn't contend it like fucking idiot. For reserve sense, uh, they're not. I, mean, I know you're thinking you're the system. Is, you're fucking wrong. Plays for the most. Part. Yeah, um, yeah. It's um, much does. You know the the very first like big feud in in the once we started this country was over central bank. It was uh, Jefferson and and Hamilton that uh, that were fighting over it, and uh, and Jefferson being the anti federalist saying like, hey, like. You know, there's times where I really wish we could go back to the Articles of the Confederation where <laughs> every state could have their own money. Um, and really all it was is like, hey, it's basically like a NATO, it's like, except you, you, you know, you have your own, your own deal. And if, if uh, one of us gets attacked, we're all, we're all got your back. But you essentially had a unified further than that. Kind of the concept was figure it out, you know. Like, yeah, and or I don't know how conducive it would. I get a lot of red states. I say that because because if you look at to put put into federal funding versus how much people, I don't. I'm acting come proud, whatever. A lot, especially, are a huge huge um, as far as what they act. Mostly do the welfare passive draw, and yeah. as a standalone budget would be a son of a bitch. Yeah, it's the whole thing is really is really fucked because yeah, like you, you have you have Texas where technically they're they're like a net, uh, you know, they they pay more taxes than they uh, than they receive, but then you how many sure. how many military bases are in Texas? All of that federal funding goes to the state of Texas. So like, yep. and that, that's see, that's like a big chunk of your, your, uh, you know, your, your red states. So like, you know, all, all like South Carolina, Georgia, Florida, all those military bases all over the fucking place there. And, uh, and mm-hmm. that's big, big money. Like, the it, it costs a lot of fucking money to maintain a global empire. It turns out. <laughs> Faltering. One anyway, yeah, it's getting, yeah, getting, but um, yeah. So what what we were, <laughs> you know, uh, like back on this Fed thing, and we we probably wrap it on, uh, wrap up the Fed deal, Fed talk, so we don't just snooze everybody. But you know, there's there's a few like the autistic people out there that are just like, fuck yeah, this is my shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. uh, yeah, essentially yeah. the the Federal Reserve is the apparatus that allows this whole like corporate war and uh global empire to exist uh anytime there's there needs to be a big rollout of a war machine the federal federal reserve sets the interest rates at zero or just right above zero so that all these companies can borrow cheap cheap money to to gear up to to fund the war machine and then eventually you have to raise the rates back up because when when you have interest rates at zero there is zero incentive for people to keep their money in a, in a savings account because it pays you. Mm-hmm. I, we, we were talking, um, with my, my, my buddy, Brad, um, 
you know, you're, you're looking at like a dollar a year on a thousand dollar investment. Maybe uh, yeah. like, and that's, that's a very, very generous estimate. Like, and so I, I can remember in high school, um, you know, I got like a $3 return on a, you know, for, for a two year, uh, statement. And I was like, why do I have it in there? <laughs> like, I, I guess just, you know, it's for an emergency, but other than that, like there's no, no reason to have it in there. And, uh, and so like, you know, credit card, like think what credit card rates are going to be once they start jacking these, these interest rates up even more. Holy shit. You're going to have credit yep. cards at like 50% APR. Uh, oh, I mean, absolutely. They're going to be just, offering like 12 year, uh, car loans, you know? <laughs> well, and I, your car notes are definitely coming. Um, things about that happen, but the problem, I know I'm not the kind of guy that stream that gets, um, do that. I don't think y'all just back to the Stone Age. Just like no, if you're not getting a fucking house, yeah, fucking house. yeah. Hey, that, that's shit. the thing. I, I don't think we're gonna see um, like Great Depression level poverty. Like I think we've kind of. I, I I like to hope we've uh, we've progressed a little bit past that that point. But you never know. Like uh, you see after this COVID shit how fragile the the supply chain is and like how how detrimental globalism is at a time like that like when when we have none of the manufacturing capacity we used to and uh and we've got foreign players owning parts of our food supply like major parts of our food supply like that yeah it turns out that that whole deal is not not all that great uh you know turns out uh global fascism just is just as bad as global communism you know well the putting people to identify because the right can spot global these people i'm something like i said the one thing i right can spot global communism you know what it looks like yeah spot global fascism what it looks like if you it seems like to be vaguely fuck you we're not fucking we're not fucking fascist you know like you know like nationalism in the same way socialism leads to communism leads to fucking fascism and yet we don't yeah and as a hatred and and um populism <laughs> leads to both of them you know like it literally yeah. yeah yeah and what is so but it's funny we a lot of people don't recognize global fascism because that's the essentially the the world we've lived in our entire lives we just didn't know it like you you really aware that oh that yeah that, yeah, because like they they always talk about the Chinese Communist Party and the Chinese Communist Party doesn't even believe in communism anymore. You know, like they they believe in the authoritarian part of it, but the communism part, like they realize they can't they can't run those industries. They tried it. Mao tried to, the 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 state run farms and 
led to famine. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the Russians tried that too. It led to famine. So like even the communists realize that communism doesn't work. They know authoritarianism, uh, authoritarianism does. And if you, if you keep those, those corporations on a short leash, uh, no, you know you can you can you can go to the moon. You know, look at them. They they've built a booming economy. Ours, on the other hand, it's our corporations have the government on a short leash. All goes back to the Federal mm-hmm. Reserve. Can follow in that fucking need to know, but uh, yeah, the best way I you just said, you know, in communism, right. And everyone says, well, you know, the, the people don't see jack shit. Like I said, like, the government sees it. I know there's like this, this communist, you know, basically you're all, always your labor versus your product, which is called a fucking fairy tale. We of our society. Um, and uh, people weren't doing so, starving to death, but. If you one day, this is the crop you fucking need to sell what you can in forever, right? Yeah. Um, that looks like, but people have it in their mind and get free iPhones. It's not in with fascism, like you said. He's the means of production, right? Yeah. Right. All you have to do is that as long as authoritarianism. And fuck, do you need to manage these corporations? I mean, let those guys manage it. You're good to go. Yeah. Like, yeah. And the markers. Are- yeah. The, the, the thing that where the, you know, like you have to draw a distinct uh, line between fascism and, and the Nazis, which were fascist, but that's a whole different flavor where like there was a lot of, you uh- know, there, there's not only like the racism, but like eugenics and uh, and like a bunch of occult shit, and also crystal meth. Have you seen that video where he's at the at the Olympics, just tweaking the fuck out, just like yeah, rocking in his chair? Is that guy doing DIY? Oh like moon man! Landing. Yeah, having a great, great time. Bad for me. Either you know that dude Hitler, but. Can you just try to put yourself in that that point, like where your your uh, master race is kicking ass, and you are just high as fuck, just like go Germany, you are fucking Germany all day, yeah, baby. <laughs> fuck. Great time, but and more to that. I mean, classical fascism, eugenics, and racism. To that, besides just like, well, they like, well, like, yeah, that there were uh, several tears to yeah. this. So, fun fact about eugenics likes eugenics and it's really bad. And guy on a monument in South Dakota of eugenics, it's Teddy Roosevelt. Yeah. Everyone Google it. Yeah. Here's the uh, like, not Ted, like, yeah. Yeah. Well, and they also like, you know, and he, he was a badass. Don't, don't get me wrong. He, he I was, uh, he, he was a little man complex no. deluxe and, you know, he, uh, he was no. so much like Napoleon. It wasn't even funny. It was a little man that wanted to play man. war all the time. And, but you know what? He got shot. 
and finished his speech before before he went and got attended to. I was like, yeah, he, the dude, dude was a bad motherfucker. Yeah, I'm not cussing him. Like I'm not saying like we all have skeletons in our come up and make him. Yeah, fucking apologize. Like he didn't do it. Yeah, he didn't do it. I say a lot. You know what I mean? He didn't act, actually using the mill and shit. So. Another point, the Fed talk. So, look status. Just that I want your opinion. Well, you have kids. I have kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, for right? Uh, uh, is it a form of eugenics in your abortion when, let's say, that others? It, it's very likely this child is that. Eugenics. Doing that out of consideration of the baby. What do you think? Um, I, I think this is the exact same thing as the, the abortion uh, talk in general. I Yes, I think it is technically, but I also see the, the point of view where you're saving them a lifetime of pain and struggle. And, and I, I, I can sympathize with that. I, one of my best friends, uh, early, uh, early in life was a kid with, with Down syndrome and he, he died when I was like seven, you know, it was, a it was a sad deal. And, yeah, man. and you wonder, you wonder like, uh, just, uh, nip it in the bud. But also like, I don't know, I had this discussion with my wife and I, I just, I have no hard line opinion on abortion because, it just doesn't apply to me. Like if, if I've had that scare before where is it mine? It turns out it wasn't mine, but the thought of getting rid of it never crossed my mind. You know, it just like that. That's just how I am. And I understand the people that don't feel that way, but that that's, that's my personal thought. And that's my wife's personal thought on it. And like that, that's all that matters to me. And, and, uh, outside of that, I just, dude, man, we're not, not going to like this episode i <laughs> in my life have truckloads of plan and b they get but the other side of things like in a remote room, i had met my wife twice when we found out she was pregnant and we ever hung, hung out we hung out i get a text at christmas to my family i get a the text in a picture of like you're gonna be a daddy. Drive twelve hours solid. I was like, fuck. And at this point in my life, like I am not. Following. We never debated getting rid of it. We just called the tune. Time to pay the fiddler. I've got two beautiful kids. The other side of things is like some pigs back in the day. Yeah. I've I've bought I've bought some some Plan B on occasion too. You know, like I'm and I I don't I I don't look down on anybody that does it. I I I really it's just such none of my business what somebody else fucking does. Like that that deal is just like I, I can't give I if they ask me for some advice. I'll, I'll see what I can do. And and sometimes my advice is like, I don't know what to tell you, man. <laughs> like, I don't know if you're religious or anything, but you just, you know, go ahead and pray on that one because that, that seems like whether you're religious or not, that's a, seemed like a good plan, <laughs> you know? Sure. And like, like, 
You know what I mean? Like, yeah. do it what you will. Yep. The thing with me, too, because, like, a baby dies, and on the other other voice, and, like, uh, do, you, do you want either of those? Yeah. Yeah, and, and yeah. I just... I think it's a perfect example of how the government shouldn't. And, and I honestly, I kind of agree with like the old Bill Clinton line, safe, legal, and rare. And then just like, shut the fuck up about it. Like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. well, well, and I'm of the opinion. Messes several times. Like, what's your opinion? I don't think it should be federally mandated. So mm-hmm. I'm, I think it's, it's a state's right. Let your, your general populace fuck yeah, we love, love abortions. It's like, we're not funding this shit. Do this shit. Like, figure yeah. it out. If you I, do get I, knocked up, like, you're going to have to scramble its brains with your own that it is. There's a clinic for it. And yeah. You're the general populace says, all right, right, then we're not doing it. Don't even work. Yeah, I, I I just it was such a good ruling that that was made. I just wish it was over something besides fucking abortion, man. Because it, it just it's a huge step back yeah. towards state sovereignty and, and state rights, and uh, and that that is must. I mean that we needed that so so badly, and and I, I yeah, I I don't know. I I, I just I I have very not strong feelings on, on that whole abortion issue, but I have a huge, I have very strong feelings about that ruling in general. And I, like it was, it was right and it was needed. And, uh, and it's like a huge step for starting to chip away at some of this federal bureaucracy. I agree. It's like, that's why I said it's this dumb shit perspective. People. Roe versus Wade. Did none mm. of that. That never. Yeah. Basically, like, abortion. You you don't have a right to it. Abortion. Something you're guaranteed. Let the state right. Let <clears throat> them figure this. It was a great ruling. I really did. I was. Yeah. I was like you've probably seen it. Then I see the thing going on, and I see a ton of. They're like, I. I just wish women's boss is a gun. And I'm like, like, that is guaranteed in the Constitution. Yeah. It is has to be a completely different fucking way. And I don't give a shit what you say. Verbatim. You have the right. Like, it's in there. Right? Yeah. Hey, it says, like, you have the right to life, liberty. At no fucking point, like, if that guy from the bar camp, you know, you know what I mean? You have a right to, to get in. You know what I mean? Flush yeah. shit. Go eat some bread. It's not in there. So, yeah. so it has to be. Yeah. Uh, it's, uh, yeah, it was, I, I don't, yeah, it was a good ruling. And, uh, and I think the, I think the gay marriage one will get challenged, but I really hope they uphold it, but they do it, do it the right way and do it like under equal protection, uh, clause in the 14th amendment instead of just yep. writing law which the judiciary is not supposed to do that was the main reason roe was repealed 
because they essentially <laughs> yep. wrote a piece of legislation, which the judiciary is not allowed to do. That's right. Bring that up. Essentially, they overstepped. Like the gay marriage is another one. Green, right wing, concise. You know, you don't want to do a church marriage. Let's say, like, look, I don't want to to do a gay. It's like I don't think you should like to do a church marriage. As far as this shit, yeah, and then I hear people like, well, I'll be like, what stops you from marrying a dolphin? You do marry the goddamn dolphin. Like, since you about this shit. Yeah, 50, I just. 50% of that's not propping up. Like, it's like, I don't give a fuck what you do so much. I a shit about that stuff. Yeah. And I'm like, for the religious people, like, hey, you should be forced to bake a cake. You should just like, None of that. Like, you who have to do that. I also don't think that people to not be fucking gay or not goddamn yeah. business. Why the fuck do you And I, like I said, I, I still, Christianity goes, I still, like, I still, I mean, Christianity doesn't have a spotlight of mitigating and ruling societies. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well. Testament. And even in the modern day, look at, uh, you know, the Southern Baptist Convention uh, did an intern, you know, uh, they, they hired an independent auditor to uh, or investigator to look into uh, sexual abuse allegations. Uh, it turns out it was a lot, a lot of it. I never got this. And I think, I think they had me pegged for a top guy ever tried to pull, pull me into a bathroom. I, I'm a little jealous of the ones who. You did. I will say that I have Catholic friends. (laughs) And uh, I had a girl one time we were hanging out with. Catholicism is the oldest religion. Jesus was a fucking messianic. Like, where did you? You pull that out. So, yeah, like the precursor to Christianity was the first monotheistic religion, you know? Yeah, I was like, what? Got <laughs> like, I'm sure there's a caveman who occurs thousands of years of human history now mm-hmm. where they were worshiping. Like I said, like, they, we love to worship. We went on further in the talk. I was like, you know, what do you think of all these, these claims? Is a priest or fucking specifically little boy? Because it seems to be prep. Thinking it's all bull. I was like, "What do you mean?" Oh. She's like, "Yeah, I like allegations." So I did like you know to show her like the list of twenties of these priests. You know, because like they get in a place and they go to San Antonio. What do you think of this? This. And she's like, hey, I just, yeah, he did. I was like, oh my, my God. <laughs> like, you know, I, you have to- I feel like it's, it's the same way with the black community and OJ. They know, but they don't care. It, it was just, it was, fi- it was finally the I, black guys got one, you know? <laughs> this, like, we need one, one dub. Yeah. I, really, I, I think it's cool that he got away. Yeah, <laughs> you know, uh, yeah, he, uh, 
but yeah, he, like he said, really showed what the what the you know the American judicial system can do for you if you got a lot of money. <laughs> oh, man. I guess said like I mean if you you can run like that, if you mm. know, maybe you know. Like, um, I did. <laughs> Go ahead. We we were. We were talking about the Browns with uh, when I had my my buddies Nick and Brad on, and that Deshaun Watson deal yeah. is just the funniest thing. I mean, it's if he's guilty of it, you know, it's obviously not funny for the ladies, but just from a Browns perspective, like it is the most Cleveland Browns move of all time. You you draft this quarterback number one overall. He's the future of your franchise. Uh, turns out he's good sometimes and then other times he just really sucks and uh, and then you don't stand by him and then you go spend yep. a ton of money after this after Deshaun Watson finally gets kind of cleared from the legal issues and as soon as you sign him boy a bunch of allegations come out not just a few but like 26 or some shit like that Jesus Christ and then and you I- trade away your former first rounder for a fifth rounder I know. What, it's just it's what a shame. It is a it is a glorious uh, shit show to watch unfold. I but you know it, it's <laughs> money and the judicial system. Like that's something else I think is will say. I was watching modern bond system because I mean I you know what I mean not per se I'm a bail bondsman just. What the general really get into like the nitty gritty of the system is like, like essentially if your kid like we'll see it's court date you know what I mean let's say you're innocent and it's a mind on doubt it's like you're fucking here fucking anywhere yeah and like you know that and he will not be in for a month another really fucked up system until I kind of investigated price man and like we have fucked this thing private prison That's yeah i was thing. just i was just talking with uh my co-worker about the the private prisons deal i was like oh and i just like i, I keep wanting them to admit that that the war on drugs is no different than the prohibition on alcohol it's the exact same thing except we've uh we've involved far more countries in it like we've we've fucked up Colombia, yeah. Nicaragua, Honduras, El Salvador, Mexico. Uh, we have fucked up like all of Latin America with our war on drugs. And talk to me about like you know like you know the problem. Most of the problems in makes money or American greed. Yeah, like where do you think these? Drugs are hitting these guys. These drug cartels got rich. like no, no, dude. Like us, like we are the one. Literally, not. I mean, a damn cartel. And in them, but I encourage everybody to look at. Uh, like I said, like dude, most of everything of our fucking draconian. I don't know at what point you know at what point you're like, you know what? Freaking like I'm starting to think that we're not there yet apparently because like 
me about Biden. I was going to give him a little credit end of like, like marijuana, right? Like it's got to be on the fucking day. You know what I mean? Like I just thought you want an easy win. If Biden right easy win to overshadow the fuck of a president, like marijuana's off the goddamn list. You know, if like, they that would carry you. You, and you can shit on the Republicans all day because you'll have goobers like fucking Tom Tillis and Mitch McConnell and and all these fucking old just squares that'll be like, marijuana's bad for you. And you could shit on them, make memes. I will make memes all day long uh, about that shit. And, and like it would probably like I don't know if it would do enough to win them the midterms, but it would they could make it competitive just off of that one issue because then you would also get the libertarians on board because you're like, Hey, federalism, right? Like, uh, yeah. you know, I had a really did have, have a feeling running the camera frozen or is that no, just I'm, I'm, uh, I, I'm good. I'm, I'm just, is my, am yeah. I moving? Yeah, you're good. Anyway, not the point. The point is, <laughs> going into, and I was like, Trump might be in trouble. Armstrong, the shit out of him, tough one to win. Biden was, not, I will say, like it or laid into Trump's, did Trump exactly how Trump wanted to be, to give these little snippet shit and just get little digs in. Professional politician is the most frustrating because it's like, what in the fear? Like, like he just keeps the wall shit and it sticks. <laughs> and like Biden just kind of did a pretty good job deflecting into it. So, so running into that, it's like, man, I don't know if this, this isn't good because it's it's a weak candidate. Yeah, that first uh, that, like, dude. If, that first debate was rough on, for Trump. Like he he looked like way yeah. way too much of an asshole. Yeah, I agree. Like his it, second it, I, his second debate it, was really yeah. good, but that first one was, mm-hmm. uh, and he he looked like he was coked out of his mind too. Oh, who wouldn't be if I had that a fucking. Tr- I would be way sober. Oh, know, man. Like that gym. Like, I, I kind of want to be oh, president God, for a week just so I can get on the drugs that uh, Joe Biden's on right now. Because when they when they jack that motherfucker up, whoo. <laughs> yeah, I make a drink called like, I, I don't know, like it's like a nice mixture of what they were feeding giving Biden. Like, oh, man. Dude, you know, that easy. Well, and like, like, um, okay. I was just going to say, like, it's not like it's, it's Biden or Trump, uh, specific because, uh, Obama admitted to, to using cocaine. Uh, George W got caught, uh, doing cocaine. Uh, Bill, Bill Clinton, I I did not inhale, man. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) 
Yeah. So like, it, I so my my coworker today, uh, he told me that he thought it should be a death penalty for anybody doing drugs, and I was like, death penalty, like that. I mean that. I guess that would do it, like, maybe. But I was like, uh, so like, what what yeah, drugs? So like, uh, how how about the the nineteen year old uh, you know military you know army private that's got a pack of smokes? That's illegal for him now. Uh, does he get executed? Because because uh, yeah. nicotine's a drug and it's illegal for a nineteen year old. That nineteen year old's a, a private in the army and. Uh, you know, carries a rifle for a living. Does he get executed for that? I don't think I deserve to be executed by ADHD. Yeah. Get to Texas Tech. God for that. Or, you know, also ADHD. I deserve the death penalty for that. Like, no, that's a fucking insane. Going back to the Trump thing, I thought four months running up to the election, I drop an A bomb, like legalized marijuana, and like your last four months running up to the election, legal pull all the libertarians back into your head, all mm-hmm. your fucking insanity. But a lot of the independents are going to because they didn't like Biden. No, the they chose him. Come on, man. Like, that's got to be what's going on. My big pharma basically. Oh, like man. The amount spend on just like, like quality to just shovel to these guys. It's, you know, oh, we got a treat for you, buddy. You gotta, because, like, how the fuck is my. That is one thing to do that. You and me can sit there and smoke it. Yeah. The shit. Just, I would say there's into the population left who actually like um you know like living by people walk by people you smell it you know i mean it's just like oh yeah yeah nobody cares more and it is you look at them the same way as if if you're walking by somebody and you you smell booze on them like it's the same it's the same thing nowadays and yeah like nobody like it baffles want a slam dunk as a president seems to be the most obvious, but no really don't understand it. Yeah, it, but you, you still have those those few boomer conservatives that uh, they they smell that they think that dude's going to stab them. But everybody who actually knows about weed knows like that that dark guy is definitely not going to stab you. <laughs> He's too deep in thought. People, well, like there was this old. Well, marijuana is a gateway drug. Study that showed what it was. People that tried marijuana on again, like that was like they right then, like it not that it's a gateway drug, but I always tell that game. No, cocaine's a uh, gateway drug. Reason, man, and um. Well, I believe this. Like, if you, you, I don't know, you, the D.A.R.E. program. But with <laughs> oh, yeah. My generation. So, and I don't shit anymore, but I, I will, will say, in, into high school when you're coming up in the panhandle of Texas, 
It's like weed. Weed will ruin your fucking life. The whole dare spill. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where some guy has no shit up in like a plastic bottle. Try something, right? Yeah, why not? You know. And you try. In my brain, nothing like what they said. Yeah, like the beer has me way more fuck. You know what I mean? Like that's like, like I mean, and lied too. So, oh man, that that first time I went to rope uh, when I when I got high and I could like hear just the the tip of my rope just going whomp. (laughs) Womp, womp. I was like, oh, I like this a lot. <laughs> I, I really like this effect. You know, it goes back to like being the hero in your own movie because you're you're just like you're like POV just being a fucking hero right there. Oh, but like I, I will say because of education, I try been lied to. Like this does does nothing this is and then i was like like what else they're like a two-year phase is where it was try everything that's handed to yeah <laughs> have a backboard and like and like was the dare program wrong shit i would tell people like but like like their rogue education in a lot of ways from trying so much because like my boo about weed dude like what the fuck's that actually and I will say people don't agree with like if and you want to take a casual bump of I think that should be be perfectly legal I've done coke but like like look at that yeah. like you know like yeah well I, I'm in that uh, same boat I I uh <laughs> I will say, like, having, for, for for all the shit I talked about, the Southern Baptist Convention, like, having a, a good Southern Baptist mama is uh, is a good thing, because, uh, like, that, there there are some, some real perks of being raised in, being raised in the Bible Belt, you know, like, you, you learn very quickly what was right and wrong, and then, you know, as you got older, you realize that uh, that line gets blurred a lot, even by the people you thought that were, you know, very steadfast in that line, but you know, that's how, that's just life, ain't it? Um, but yeah, yeah. I, and so, and so like, I, I, I had a couple snooters here and there in college and, uh, and you know, and a couple times yeah. after college, but I knew from that first go that like, Oh, this is not going to be my thing. Cause this could be my thing very easily. And, uh, and so like, it, I never bought the shit. And, uh, and I would say like, Nine times out of ten, I, I I turned it down. There was every now and then I, I would do it, but I just like I don't know. There was something about like seeing my mom's face in in the back of my head when I was doing, it. and then also I'm just like I've seen how this shit gets people, and it's it's usually sometimes it's it's the coke that gets them down, but it's usually when they can't afford coke and then they go mess. to something else. Yep, it's either crack or meth. I, I completely agree. And I, really, I mean, I, I, same way I grew up. Baptist home, mm-hmm. and I luck always had that thing in the back of your mind. But like you know, keep in mind this. And so, luck. I've been fortunate. The only very well is nicotine. Yep. Everything else, pretty much try it once, 
And I was like, nope, you know what I mean? Like, I know what it is. Tried. I won't even. Um, but, uh, like, thing I ever tried immediately told me, like, you can never. And it gave me an understanding meth. Yeah. And let me tell you on that point because I, I I tell people like in coke a lot of times you wouldn't know you you had done the high you know, I see on movies people would act like idiots and I just feel kind of like you had a really good good night to energize like, like you're ready to go well, then you're like, like, you don't oh, feel fucked I can just go drink a lot more beer now like that's how you feel uh, yeah exactly like you zooted out of your mind but like i tried meth i remember like as soon as i literally had this thing in my so good again like because it's like this like nothing is supposed to feel like supposed to experience i people get addicted to it in a lot of ways it's meant to weakness but after trying it it did give me me some under shit is potent for a guy that makes it outside of ada oklahoma (laughs) yeah you know i i never never touched that shit but i I remember they they showed us that hbo documentary on meth uh when we were in high school and and like that was honestly the best thing they could do because like it wasn't just like uh it wasn't reefer madness like they they showed you the real shit and uh and I was like oh fuck yeah that and but also you got god damn that stuff must be good because i you know at that point i'd been drinking beer a little bit and uh and, and you know that that was kind of you know uh mostly beer a little whiskey here and there but like that outside of alcohol and oh and chew out you know you know beer and dip oh, sure. out Outside of that, I hadn't done anything, yeah. but I like I I drank enough beer to know like they got all them fucking lesions on their face from scratching. That shit must be really fucking good, and uh, I'm gonna stay away. But, and like I didn't, yeah, I grew up in like like the nearest meth head was next door. If you're you're been kind of a generation like the meth had infiltrated all these. It's fucking everywhere now. Yeah, it's seen firsthand what this shit did. Like, this going bad. My brain was like, you know, you sh- I will tell anybody a drug. I'll say, hey, like, it fentanyl in your coke or some bad shit. No drug is fatal the first time. Don't condone sampling everything. <laughs> Addiction stuff. One for disease, and as, as a guy who has sampled, like I have a hard time, which doesn't make me right. It just was like, you know, like you gotta have just the stroll to be like, you know, we don't make our fucking life about this. You know what I mean? We yeah pursue heavily because obviously on the HBO documentary, likes like things get fucky like a damn time. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and it's, it's one of those things I think just about every cowboy on earth, uh, 
you know, and it's not it's not universal, but um, it's a goddamn heavy percentage has struggled with their alcohol intake uh, on on basically a constant yeah. basis. Um, and yeah. and I, I'm no no different. You know, I've 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 had a I've had a DUI just here recently, and and uh, and it just you know it, it's part of the part of the culture and. Thing is, like there, there ain't nothing better than than cracking a cold beer, throwing in a big dip, and uh, and just shooting the shit after a long hard day uh, of uh, of whatever you're doing, cowboying. Like that, that is the sure, just, best time of day, right. oh, and and you get to where you really like that shit. But more than anything, I just like that that camaraderie. And then when that camaraderie yeah. is not there, you go to the beer for it. And then you just go, and then like everything else, it goes. You go to harder shit, and uh, and next thing you know, you're showing up drunk. And uh, and I, I never got to that, you know, the point where like I can't, I couldn't function. Like I never really got to the point where it affected my my job. But also, I was never one to call in hungover. I've called in sick, and, and it takes uh, it takes a, a pretty good fever for me to call in sick, but I've never called in hungover. Like uh, I, I've always known this is self inflicted, and I don't give a shit. Like no, uh, that's on me. Yeah, and I, I may do a shitty job today, but I'm gonna do a job today. Come into to say because you know, and I mean we drank everything we could get our. Your goal was you know. You could be drunk up about, you know, six the next next morning. And as I've sat to school with or hung out with as a kid, it seems like there were kind of two two pretty took. Like, you know, we'll have the account. I mean, of course, you have the stone cold sober, but most of us, like, Asian, you'll have a few, but that's every night, you know what I mean? Like, it's just half that just yep. went left like never stopped and I, I I've got buddies who are they're, they're 25 30 year old I mean like need, need intervention yeah and I I would like to that makes people some guys be like like yeah they you know like good all the time and some guys is it like because I saw the influence Fluent similar household was similar similar doing the same shit. Some it's always been kind of a curiosity for some people. It's a monster. It's like it's it's not a phase. You know, it was just you. you. Mm. Yeah, I. Uh, you know, and and we were we were at that wedding here a couple. Uh, well, last month, and you know, and, and it was it was typical McKinley McKinley family get together. There was there was plenty of booze to be had by all, and it was uh, it was it was a good old time. And my little boy's five, and uh, and I, I was drinking a beer. We, you know, I, I got to play Keg Smith again. I hadn't played Keg Smith in, in quite some time. Um, and we were talking like as like me and my nephew who who got married, and then like a couple of his his buddies from college, and then a couple of the younger guys from there. And we were talking about how like. <clears throat> if you went to a college worth of shit, you became a pretty good uh, keg operator. Like you learned how to how to fix. At least if you if if you came from the rural America, you learned how to uh, you know just put a little uh, 
10 w30 on that uh on that o-ring and uh she'll she'll hold air again oh, oh yeah oh, and yeah. um but my little boy asked if he could have a have a sip of beer and uh and i almost did but i was like no and i said no son let's wait on that like i said one day these days you will but i don't want you i don't want you starting this early i like because he's he's a spitting image of me and I didn't start that early and thank God I didn't because I I could have been way off the rails and I just I want him to I want him to decide if he likes it on his own but like we'll uh, we'll wait till he's you know 14 15 something like that and and does something cool Oh and like my dad he was in high school he wasn't an Idiot first beer, I think, when I was 16. Get square body Chevrolet. We were working a shiner mm. back there, I remember. That was that and was the first beer I had with my dad, too. I had stole plenty of my dad's beer, but the the first the first one I drank with him was in the Amarillo airport and it was Shiner Bach. There you go. Like that, that was a real dad wasn't an idiot. Yicking around, he knew new beers were disappearing and stupid. He was fairly tolerant. Yeah, you see, was like I knew it wasn't kosher. Like two times, and I was punished severely. He was pretty pretty lighthearted. I mean, he didn't just shame me. Get a dad buddies are like, like yeah, we can go over to my house here. And I was like, yeah, we, we, like, like my, there's no fucking way <laughs> before. Don't like hell, you know, I mean, hell, he didn't know was allowed to make my decision free. Really tell people too, it probably happened with any temp. Um, that, that probably played a big part. It wasn't that it was unacceptable. It, it gave me, you know, this isn't something you, you should do. Um, and then him doing that, you know, when you're, you're 16, like I said, you know, because I yeah, have to get you boys beard tonight and conversation list with Jason Sargent. Oh, and sit outside of the liquor store, somebody to buy you beer. <laughs> Oh yeah. man, beer used to be to so goddamn expensive. <laughs> just oh, dude, dude, yeah, fuck <laughs> you. Half the time we didn't even drink because, because like that, you had to pay double whatever. Like I said, this third, so we just drank, drank Mad Dog about four oh, bottles of Mad Dog. 20, boy, 20, oh. yeah, Luck- I don't drink. This. Luckily. Yeah, but I had buddies with older brothers that were, were right of age when we were like we were coming into our prime, and so it was it cost us about you know we we'd buy their their six their twelve pack for the night, and, and then all, they'd buy all of yeah. our beer for us. But uh, uh, so I mean there there was a little bit of a little bit of a tax there, but not it, it wasn't like going in in the city and just waiting outside of Seven <laughs> Eleven, you know, and uh, what people. Uh, you know- like, does Colorado have? I should know, but I don't, I don't even know. If no, what's that? 
there, there's counties like oh no I live here, um, so I should no Colorado's um the 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 liquor laws are universal uh statewide and okay. so when I was in college it was um it was no it was three two beer in the in the grocery stores and the gas stations and um and liquor stores were closed on Sunday, but you could get three two beer in in the gas station. I don't think you could in the grocery store. I think it was just the gas station. And then I think my junior year college, they changed it to where you could buy beer on Sundays. And then shortly after that, they moved like full strength beer into the, the grocery store. I in Texas, you know, you have dry County. Uh, Kansas used to be that way too. For us to get beer, a podunk liquor store line. So you had to drive to this little, and then you just sat there, sat there, loitering, and just, you know, and be like, hey man, like that for you. <laughs> and, and then you with alcohol. You know what I mean? The night, some night. Um, but if you ever, ever get a guy to send your money, and get him to just buy because you don't know when this is going to work. It was a small task for us to get a hold, which also probably was too, which you grew up in those little shitter communities. There was nothing to do. No. Which kids? Drag main. Drag main, or you'd go and uh, and shoot rabbits, call coyotes. There was, was nothing it. to do. That was lit. Would, we, we would literally drive up. And you kind of gather up whoever, hopefully at least a few females. Yeah. And, and then you, whoever, you go out to their place for the spotlight, dunk it, and you shoot at stuff. Yep. That's it. Because she grew up in the middle of feet. About all the stuff they did in high school. Did Oh, I know. None That's- of that. Yeah, like Aaron was telling me stories about, uh, you know, because he he grew up in, um, oh, it'd be like uh, Southwest Denver. He he grew up uh, just off of Federal and uh, like Federal and Florida, somewhere around in there. Um, or like Santa Fe, that Santa Fe and Federal, uh, essentially. And yeah. um, that so yeah, so he went he went to JFK. And, and so, like, grew up with all all the Mexican kids in in Denver. Like, that, that's a heavy Mexican <laughs> community. And, and he was telling me about some, and, mm-hmm. and I got to witness some of that shit. That you know, our like, our, I guess it's been our sophomore year, first first house we had up at CSU, and uh, and we threw through our first Nickapalooza, which uh, our buddy Nick, who, um, if you're a Patreon subscriber, you heard him today, but uh, everybody else should hear him tomorrow. He he's the youngest of our bunch. Like so, he was seven or just turned eighteen going into freshman year of college, and so we threw him mm-hmm. threw him his own uh, birthday party because he was it was like August August fifth is his birthday, and so we we threw a big rager like the back to school party, and um, yeah, there was a bunch of drunk ass uh, Mexican kids from Denver in my backyard throwing an empty keg against uh, a tin shed. And we got the cops called on us, and uh, and 
I was the one they selected to go talk to the cops. And I, like, I was, I mean, I wasn't the worst one there, but I was far from being in good speaking condition. And uh, nope. luckily, Wait, yeah. l- luckily, the cop was from uh, Eastern Colorado, small town. And uh, I was like, ah, these are a bunch of Denver kids, dude. And he's like, yeah, I get it. He's like, all right, well, clear them out. We won't write you a ticket. Ah, fuck. All right. So <laughs> we just ushered him out. And, but yeah, it was just, yeah, those city kids, they, they partied a little different than we did. It was fun though. Like when you find them in their element, you like, you better be ready to fight. But when, when you, when you go to those things, yeah. it's a good time, but like, you got to stay on your toes. Well, and that, that's why like, then I went to tech and you go to these friends. They weren't very much fun because like two drinks in before somebody, it was just like they had pain in the ass. Yeah. We, we should, uh, we should save our, our college, uh, uh stories for for we'll do a patreon uh bonus content with all with all of our college stories um and i also kind of got to take the leak so we'll uh we'll wrap it there for the main episode i i wasn't for sure what we were going to talk about and i'm sure still not real for sure what all we talked about but it was fun i don't i wish see this this is the like we i i don't know if we need to free ball these yeah, I know. Uh, next time, next time we, because uh, like last time when we had a had a topic, it went it went pretty well, and uh, and, and we we didn't do too yeah. much philosophizing. So I think I think you're right. We need a, like a rough outline. That or like a third party adult. Act. <laughs> yeah. right. We do, we don't do we don't do good unsupervised. Casual. Yeah. But um yeah um this has been this has been a fun one so we're we're going to we're going to call it for the main episode so thanks everybody for for tuning in uh Zachary Sargent on Facebook uh at move your ass on Instagram uh make sure you go like if you'd like to help the show honestly the best way is to go patreoncom daylight. subscribe there or you can subscribe uh to the premium on Spotify I highly recommend Spotify for watching uh, the episodes. It's all video. It's the same way, same setup that Rogan has. So you can watch the video uh, or if you're on the go, you can lock your screen and it plays. It just keeps playing like normal. Um, and uh, yeah, it's a it's pretty, pretty cool setup and it makes me a little bit more money if you watch it on Spotify. So I appreciate it if you do. Um, but anyways, uh, Zach, you got anything to add before we head out? I do. Oh, what? Like, how many Patreon do you know? Uh, I've got about 60 on 60 people on Patreon, somewhere in there. Um, it fluctuates month to month, but it, it brings me in a couple hundred bucks a month. Okay. Like, money is side. I, we can get, get it to a solid by this time next month. Matt McKinley has to guarantee if you DM him and ask you an, an anus pick. This is not, not even in the mirror. Does no? Oh. It's like it's, it's if we, you know, it, it's been a minute. I'll have to. People, I'll have to start doing some yoga again so I can get some like because if I if I'm sending you a picture of my butthole, I like I want I'm gonna present it 
nicely. I, I've I've been able to to learn a little bit about photography and lighting and stuff. So yeah, I I think it's a good pitch. I think it's yeah. a good about my butthole. Then are are bleach bleach buttholes still a thing? Like that used to be a thing, right? They absolute Pueblo who was it was, but I don't. I'm I'm so far out of Nayland. The same the same piece of ad. No idea. Yeah, I haven't. I haven't had a. I haven't had a a strange vagina in over five and a half half years or something like that. Um. So. No, 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 no. Hold on, hold on. I'm 2012. Yeah. So before that. Um. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I'm I'm way out of the game. <laughs> Weird question for you. Have you you have nudes by a follow? Um. No. But I, I get uh this. I get tagged in the same post about once every month, month and a half on the in the bull session group. Uh, like about the admin asking for nudes, and I was like, if you. If you really, uh, I mean, I was like, I, I'll ask for nudes if you want me to. I mean, like, if you, are you, like, are you offering? I mean, like, I don't, I don't know if I want to see them, but I'll ask if that's what you want. You know, like, I, I'm all, all about helping. If it, if, is there a funny to it? Like, are we going somewhere with it or is it just like, and then the same meme kept pep, uh, popping up and I'm like, yeah, yeah, it's funny. It, it's still funny every time, but I just don't, I don't respond to it anymore. I was just curious if it, if it ever because I, I assume if like you check the amount of just nudity. Oh my word! That'll be free. Well, I I remember listening to uh, a podcast with the uh, the Chive guys, and they they talked about like their the folder that they got. Like my word, like yeah, uh, and I've no, I've. I've Right yeah, I, I've I've not got any of that, but I've also um this my my recent Spotify uh statistics showed that I at least on Spotify I'm eighty percent dudes, uh ten percent female and like eight percent unspecified or some shit like that. They're listening. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I, 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 <laughs> probably don't probably don't do that my my wife will get mad i promise you she will so um oh yeah so i mean well, maybe i just don't it might be better that you don't probably be better um, <laughs> yes yeah, so send them to zach well if as long as somebody else sees them first i i can be i am sure i can get away with the critique um i don't know that'd be a fun i'm all right there I'm always down for a good critique, but like, uh, yeah, I've never, I haven't got any of those. I do, I do get some questions from younger guys every now and then. Um, most, more than anything, I just get memes, but, uh, when, when they're not ones that I've already seen already, I, I really enjoy them most of the time. Uh, I don't get sent too many, uh, stupid boomer memes. So I do appreciate that. I had to regulate the, the bull session yeah, group. We got weight. We got way too many just like uh, Biden Pelosi memes and they got to where they just, they weren't even funny either. It was just like ranting and I was like, ah, yeah, this is my, you love like those low. I mean, I mean, yeah, it's like, this doesn't need to be a political. No, like, like I created, one, two, 
I created that group for the spiciest memes out there, you know, like the spiciest memes that are allowed without us getting banned and even some that get us banned. But like that's that's what the bull sessions for, not a, not for your generic boomer memes, you know, like that. Uh, now, nah, like it's supposed to be funny. And uh, that that's all I all I created it for. So and when it was it got to where it wasn't funny anymore, I had to be like, "Hey, get your shit together. Bring your A game here." Yeah. Like that's I that. like how you correct the, the <laughs> yeah it's it uh good. you have you have to that was, it. that was the end of- and i just i thought you know if we get 100 patreon this time next month and and in the inbox i guess that may you know what I'm, I'll, I'll even look into doing the chocolate buttholes well maybe i'll, I'll just send out the chocolate butthole to every every patreon member It'd be worth it. Yeah. I'd eat that. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. All right. Well, All right. perfect. And we'll, uh, we're going to talk some, some dirty college stories, uh, here on the other side, but, uh, you gotta, you gotta pay for that shit. Uh, so thanks, uh, Zach for tuning in or for, for joining us. Thanks everybody else for tuning in and, uh, move your ass. We're burning daylight. Sifting off most of my day. Holding